0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Phenomenal Fan Podcast. My name is Ryan, and we have a great episode for you today. Today is Monday, June 6th, 2022. The NBA Finals are in full swing. Have seen two games unfold in the NBA Finals. Going to be breaking that down, talking about the NBA Finals, talking about exactly what has already gone on and what we may think will go on so stick around for that tom brady is a flat out liar and we will also dive into that and tell you exactly why he is a liar but thank you guys for tuning in either way we appreciate it let's get straight into episode 27 of the phenomenal fan Podcast.
1: The Phenomenal Fan Podcast, a podcast by the fan for the fan.
0: guys welcome back it's gonna be a solo episode for me today on the phenomenal fan podcast jared has found himself in spain well actually uh somewhere in europe with some buddies so after a brief summer break hiatus if you will we are fully engaged and ready to dive into what has gone on in the sports world since we've previously recorded. I think it's been about a week and a half. Maybe two weeks.
1: NBA Finals have started. The Warriors. The Boston Celtics. It's been an okay series so far. Game one was certainly... More entertaining than Game 2. The Celtics were down big in
0: Game 1. Made a huge comeback in the fourth quarter. Outscored the Warriors 40-16 to in the fourth quarter. And in doing so, they were able to come back from the deficit that they uh, were facing. They take down the Celtics on friday thursday june 2nd 120 to 108 they take the commanding one nothing lead on the road which i think for me knowing what i know about the nba knowing how the warriors home court advantage at least in my opinion maybe it's just because of how they are as a team but the warriors when they get rolling especially at home And they just start smashing threes down your throat. And you start turning the ball over and over and over and over and over. The pressure gets to you. The Warriors' home court, I know everybody's got home court. But the Warriors' home court, at least to me, seems like it's the best in the NBA. So, going into this series, I didn't think the Celtics had any chance to win any games on the road. Doesn't mean they don't have a chance to win the series, Because maybe they squeak one out later on or when they, you know, if they get to a game seven, then anything happens. But
1: the Warriors just don't lose playoff games at
0: home. I don't know the official statistic, but I don't think they had lost maybe once this entire postseason at home. That's just crazy. So for the Celtics go in there game one and to outscore them 40 to 16 in the fourth quarter, to be down by whatever they were 20 maybe more maybe less I mean the game just didn't look like it was going to be anywhere near as competitive as it was in the first quarter I'm pretty sure Steph Curry hit like six three-pointers scored 22 or 21 points in the first quarter he finished with 34 but I don't know I think uh I think the Celtics really showed up in that first game, obviously, with the win. Game two unfolded last night. It wasn't really that competitive. The Warriors were able to bounce back and put the Celtics away pretty convincingly in the same type of performance that you'd expect from the Warriors as the home team. Like I mentioned, they take down the Celtics 107-88 and even the series at one game apiece. It's good to see the Warriors, I don't know, bounce back because you don't want this series. Nobody wants a four-game sweep. Let's be honest. Nobody actually wants a four-game sweep. People want an entertaining series. They want six games or seven games. And so for both teams to have pretty statement convincing wins each in the first two games... It's good. It's good for the series as a whole. I'm very curious to see how the Boston Celtics defend their home court because it's also a pretty good... I mean, home court in general is just... It's something that you play for. That's why you want to have a good
1: record. And, you know, so either way, they play... Game three on Wednesday. One game apiece in
0: Boston. The Celtics are favored by three and a half. So the gambling lines in these first two games have essentially been, I think, about the same as what it is uh, for game three. The Celtics are the home team, so they're favored by three and a half. If we go back in to this series on Thursday, Game one, Celtics-Warriors in San Francisco, or yeah, I guess they play in San Francisco. Warriors were favored by three and a half. Last night, Warriors were favored by four and a half. And then now the series flips to Boston, and Boston is actually favored by three and a half. So clearly the odds makers and
1: the people in charge of those lines are heavily considering the home court, Like I mentioned, the
0: Warriors are just unbelievable as a home team. And the Celtics have been amazing as a home team in this postseason. So
1: it's going to be a good series. It already is a good series. It's been one game apiece. If I had to make a pick on how the
0: next few games would unfold between now and potentially whenever we record again, whether it's later this week Or this time next week. They play again on Wednesday in game three. Then they play on Friday night in game four. That's also in Boston. Then they go back
1: to Golden State. I think the home teams for the rest of the series will win every game. I think. The Celtics win game three. I think the
0: Celtics win game four. That would put them at a three to one series lead. Which is huge. But then you go back to Golden State in game five. And the Warriors will win that game. And it'll be three games to two. But then you go back to Boston. on Thursday, June 16th. I think the Celtics close it out. In that game. So mark it down right now.
1: After game two. They go back to Boston. And. I think it
0: goes Celtics win game three. Celtics win game four. Golden State wins game five at home. Celtics go back home in game six. And the Celtics are NBA champions. That's what I I also hope. By the way. I hope that that happens. I hope that that's
1: the case. Because the Warriors are an amazing basketball team. But I'm sure a lot of people share the sentiment I'm about to put out. And as straight as I can give it, maybe it's just something
0: about wanting to see Different teams, things to shake up a little bit. Kind of like uh, back in the 2000s, late 2000s, early 2010s.
1: The Patriots were in the Super Bowl. it, It seemed like every year, every year, it seemed like the Patriots were in the Super Bowl. I mean, every single year. and it was annoying. And people hate the Patriots, right? Pretty much I feel like
0: it's a resounding agreement amongst almost every fan base in the NFL minus the Patriots fans obviously, maybe a couple of teams that like never came across the Patriots and were also never competitive. Like maybe the Cardinals don't Cardinals fans don't hate the Patriots. But I feel like the majority of the league, especially when Tom Brady was there, were just, they hated the Patriots, and they hated Tom Brady, and they hated Bill Belichick, because all they did was just show up every year, dominate the AFC East, get into the playoffs, usually
1: as a one or a two seed. And now, you had the same thing with the Warriors, And the Warriors getting to the NBA Finals again this year reinstates a couple different
0: points of mine that we have regurgitated over and over on the show. Number one, the Warriors getting to the NBA Finals this year and potentially winning it solidifies that the regular season in the NBA doesn't hold very much weight. And that's not just for the Warriors. That's for the Celtics, too. Okay?
1: Okay. If we look at the NBA playoff bracket in 2022. Right now, we're seeing a three seed versus a two seed in the NBA finals.
0: Now, is it always one versus one? No. Is it always one versus two in the conference finals? No.
1: But if you look at the West, Phoenix was the one seed. Memphis was the two-seed. And then Golden State. Phoenix didn't even get it past the conference semis. They lost to the Mavericks. Mavericks are the four-seed.
0: On the other side, Boston finished with the same record as Milwaukee, but beat them out for seeding in a tiebreaker. So that made them the two-seed. So Boston, not as much because a lot of people were like, you know, Boston's really good. Miami's the one seed; they're probably the best team in the East. But Boston's also really good. Milwaukee's also really good. The margin in the uh, Eastern Conference was smaller.
1: But Golden Golden State, Steph, Clay, Draymond, when those three guys
0: are on the court, they win games. And when was the first time all three of those guys? were playing together fully healthy. Most recently, it was the start of the NBA playoffs. So Golden State didn't have to play that well. In fact, they probably could have got in as a six seed or a seven seed and ended up having to play Dallas, Or Memphis as a seven seed, saying Memphis is the two seed. Golden State could have got in as a seven seed, played Memphis, and they'd have beat them because they did. They beat them in the conference semis. Honestly, even if they get in as the eight seed and play Phoenix in the first round, they're probably still beating them with Steph, Clay, and Draymond and Jordan Poole scoring fucking 30 points a game in some parts of the playoffs this year. So, the Warriors getting the NBA finals this year solidified a couple different things. Number one, a lot of people say it, but the regular season in the NBA doesn't hold as much weight as a lot of the other sports in their regular seasons. Number two, it solidifies, in my opinion, as somebody who doesn't put basketball very high on their list of their favorite sports, at least the NBA. The Warriors getting the NBA finals again. Six times in the last eight years. It's not
1: a good product. It's not. When you have Golden State and Cleveland going to the NBA Finals four years in a row, it's a terrible product. It's not fun to watch. It starts to diminish in some people's eyes the integrity of the game and i'm not saying i'm not saying it's
0: truer or 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 not true but one thing i do know is that a lot of people started opening up whether sarcastically or actually serious the can of worms about things being rigged well the warriors got to the finals they won Then LeBron gets to the finals the next year against the Warriors. He beats them. Then they get back together again. Warriors win again. Now people are like, oh my God, how long is this going to go on? How long is this going to go on? Let me guess. The Warriors win the first one. Cavs and LeBron win the second one. Warriors win the third one.
1: Cavs and LeBron win the fourth one. Warriors win the fifth. Like, When is it going to stop? So for a lot of people, it's not fun. It's not fun
0: to have the same teams playing for a championship every year. Now, the last few years, last few years, I understand it's been, like last year was Phoenix and Milwaukee. The year before that was the COVID bubble. So literally does not
1: exist in life. But It's not a good product to have the same team. That's
0: also not a diss on the Golden State Warriors, who have built it from the ground up and drafted and developed an excellent roster. Excellent roster. But the moment that one or two of those key pieces leaves Golden State for whatever reason... Oh, and by the way, sorry. How about when Kevin Durant joined the Golden State Warriors? You're going to tell me that's a good product that's fun to watch for you guys? Hmm, who's going to win the NBA Finals this year? Well, there's the Golden State Warriors who have gone to two straight NBA Finals with Steph, Clay, Draymond, Andre Iguodala. Oh, and they added possibly a top five player in the league. Pretty much is a top five player in Kevin Durant. Hmm, I wonder who's going to win the NBA Finals that year. That's not a good product. I don't care what anybody says. That's a, it's a bad product. It's bad. Because guess what? Warriors go to the finals again, and they win. And then the next year, they go to the NBA finals again, and they win. Got it. Okay, cool. Sweet. Understood. So the moment that those guys break apart, one guy or two guys end up leaving Golden State, the moment that one or two of those guys bounces out of there at Golden State, whether it's Steph, Clay, Draymond, even Jordan Poole to an extent. As soon as one of those guys leaves that team and they become less competitive, it will be better for the league. 100%, unequivocally. It'll give teams like Phoenix an actual chance to potentially win. Because the only time Phoenix got into contention was last year when Golden State was, half their team was
1: injured for most of the year and they weren't able to compete. But it's better for the sport, not just basketball, for any sport, to have multiple teams in multiple seasons competing for a championship. Look at, for example, baseball. Baseball is a sport where, you know, it's our favorite sport, especially my
0: favorite sport. And you have windows, little windows for certain teams. It's like two, two, three, or maybe four-year window, right? For, like, recent history, it's been the Astros. The Astros, in 17, win the World Series. In 18, I think they lose in the American League Championship Series. 19, they lose in the World Series. 2020, they lose in the Championship Series. And then last year, they lost in the World Series. So... That's their sort of window. And I think their window is starting to close with guys like Carlos Correa leaving and whatever. But it's better for the sport if that window starts to close because it'll give other teams an opportunity to prove themselves and keep other fan bases engaged in the sport. But you're, tell- you're telling me right now, if you were a fan of a team in the Western Conference going into the season, did you actually think you had any fucking chance to get to the NBA Finals? If Once you found out, that Draymond was going to be fully healthy and Clay was going to be fully healthy going into the NBA postseason. Is there anybody in the Western Conference that thought they had even a sliver of a shot? Because they didn't. They just didn't. Golden State was going to win the Western Conference and go to the NBA Finals no matter what with Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Just those three. Toss in guys like Jordan Poole. Toss in the other contributors that they have. Easy money for them. And that's bad for the sport, in my opinion. So. Series is tied at one apiece. I'm rooting for Boston because I'm sick and tired of fucking Golden State. I think everybody's sick and tired of Golden State. Everybody. Yeah, it's fun to watch them, like, throw the ball around and play fucking Harlem Globetrotters basketball, but not really. I thoroughly enjoyed last year's NBA Finals with the Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns for a lot of reasons. A, it was two brand new teams.
1: No LeBron. No Steph Curry. Finally. Holy shit. Finally. Giannis. Super easy to root for. Super fun NBA finals to watch. Get back again this year. There's fucking Golden State again. Even if you want to include the 2020 year for COVID. LeBron, you know, was in the finals in the bubble. LeBron. Steph,
0: LeBron, Steph, LeBron, Steph, LeBron, Steph. Every fucking year in the NBA Finals. Not fun. I'm sorry, it's not fun. So, in fact, you know what? Go Celtics. Go Celtics. And I don't hate, by the way, I don't hate these guys. I don't hate them as people. I don't hate Steph Curry as a person. Draymond is kind of annoying as shit, but he's fine. Actually, Clay's pretty cool. So, I don't, I don't hate these, like, these guys don't, they're not bad people. I just, I don't, I'm sick of the, of the Warriors being the ones that are representing the west
1: i mean i'm sick of it so that's where we stand with the nba finals one game apiece go celtics speaking of dominating forces
0: like we talked about previously and guys who make consistent appearances in championship
1: situations tom brady Most people saw
0: the video that Tom Brady posted on his social media where he hits a golf shot from the fairway an approach shot onto the green with a drone that strategically timed up the passing of Brady while he hits the ball to follow the ball onto the green and the ball goes up in the air down onto the green rolls into the hole. Brady goes crazy, his whole film crew goes crazy, yada, yada, yada. I'm here to tell you right now, I am here to tell you that that video is fake. There is absolutely no chance that video is real. Now, I know Tom Brady is actually a really good golfer. I know he's holed out previously in televised or (laughs) camera-covered situations like the first time they did the match and he holed out. But just watch the video. Let's zoom in on... Take a chance when you can to zoom in on that ball and the ball physics. Uh, it's fake. Like, look at it because there's been other videos of drones following golf shots like that and watching them land on the green. The ball is like, it's not the correct physics of how a ball would actually maneuver. Once it hits the ground, rolls, slows down and then goes in the hole. It's fake, but good on Tom Brady. For generating some social media, because by the way, recently Tom Brady's social media game has been fire absolute gasoline fire. Love it. I like Brady, I think he is a legend. But I'm here to tell you right now that Tom Brady's whole out video is fake. If I broke your
1: heart with that information, I am sorry. But it's fake. I mean, just go watch it. In fact, you know what? I'm going to go watch it
0: right now. Tom Brady Golf YouTube. Go, uh Golf. Golf. Let's just do golf. Tom Brady Golf Hole Out. That's in the match. Tom Brady hits a hole-in-one filmed with a drone. So, one thing is, is, it's not a, a hole-in-one. It looks three, like he's in the middle two, of the fairway. Three, three two, two, one, swing. Fake. It's fake. Watch the ball physics of this. It goes up in the air, right about there. The ball's up in the air and now you have the ball above the green, the drone's following it. Watch this ball go... What? How did it even go in the... and why did it go in the hole so fast? By the way, that ball's going... 25
1: miles an hour when it hits the cup. It doesn't stay in. That ball would not stay in. If
0: you watch the video, the ball goes up in the air, comes back down, drones following it, hits the green, rolls. The ball is flying across the green. It's going like 25 miles an hour and just hits the fucking stick and drops in the cup. Nope. That's not how it works for anybody who's hit a ball that hard, whether it's a putt or I guess a a shot off the fairway and it's rolling that fast, anytime you see a ball
1: rolling that fast and it goes towards the hole it will not go in it won't and i don't care like it's not this isn't fucking keeping me up at night
0: but it's fake so just keep that in mind when you're watching shit
1: viral videos that kind of stuff i i don't know keep an eye out for it because sometimes It's fake. And this one was fake. Doesn't matter to me.
0: No. Is it keeping me up at night? No. But I think people should recognize it. Just so that. If people like Tom Brady could fake it. It doesn't matter because he's already got this huge audience. And everybody knows he's really talented. But other people could fake it too. That nobody knows. And they could gain. uh, They could gain some, some clout from it. So just keep an eye because some of the shit's fake out there and maybe, maybe you're giving clout to somebody who doesn't deserve it because they're really good at video editing. Just saying, just saying, well, otherwise it's been a pretty short episode. We didn't have a ton to talk about. There's a lot of other stuff that is going on. I mean, you know, there's, okay, there's the NHL playoffs. We can touch on that. It's uh, Tampa Bay and the uh, Rangers in the Eastern Conference Finals right now. Colorado Avalanche and Edmonton Oilers in the Western Conference Finals right now. I believe the Rangers lead two games to one. And the Avalanche, I know for sure, lead three games to nothing. Abs play tonight against the Oilers. Avalanche are favored tonight, have been favored in every single game they've played in the playoffs. The ABS have a chance to close it out tonight and represent the Western Conference in the in the uh, Stanley Cup. Uh, Stanley Cup, Stanley Cup. Yeah, I thought there was like Stanley Cup playoffs. I don't know what I thought. They could go to the Stanley Cup with the win tonight, and I think they will. So go ABS, go baby. We love the ABS on this podcast. This is an avalanche fucking show. But We love the ABS. They're playing tonight. College sports are. Hot and heavy right now also in the ball and bat realm. Women's College Softball World Series is underway as we speak in Oklahoma City. Absolutely riveting. No sarcasm actually behind that statement. If you guys want to watch softball and understand how fucking hard that shit is at the highest level, watch that called Women's College World Series. That shit's fucking hard. Those girls are throwing bullets. And they're making unbelievable plays in the outfield. It's, it's great. Uh, so go watch the Women's College World Series in softball. Men's baseball, college baseball is in the NCAA tournament, if you will, the first round, I guess, of uh, the regionals. And a lot of these teams are winning and moving on to super regionals. And then the winners of the super regionals go to Omaha for the Men's College World Series. So it's been exciting in the world of college Bat and ball sports in the last few days and otherwise that's pretty much it we would talk baseball but people sort of know that it you know what's going on and we have a baseball show for those of you guys who don't maybe know that should by now between the stitches podcast also uh by jared and myself we are baseball guys at heart so we are running that show on a similar schedule just to be talking strictly baseball because MLB baseball is in full swing seasons going on right now. So we have the between the stitches show. If you want to hear anything about actual baseball, we have this show phenomenal fan podcast. If you want to hear stuff about other sports.
1: So either way, thank you guys for tuning into the phenomenal fan podcast. My name is Ryan.
0: Jared will be back. We appreciate it. Check us out on social media follow along subscribe to the channel on youtube add the show to your shows on whatever platform you may be listening spotify apple podcasts appreciate you guys and we will catch you guys on the next episode thanks for listening to the phenomenal fan podcast want more follow us on social media and subscribe to patreon for exclusive content